Kia ora, I'm Simon Farrell-Green and I'm the editor of Hair Magazine. Welcome to the second edition of Building Blocks, a podcast in which we design a house with our friends at Artis. For the past few years, we've been really conscious on the magazine of the cost of building, and that's even more so this year with interest rates climbing to a level not seen since before the GFC. Building was expensive before, but it's even more expensive now. And more than that, it's also complex, confusing and stressful. It's no no wonder that so many people head for the security of a group home or a design-build contract. But it's important to remember that building a house designed for you and your site is still worth the effort. Site-specific architecture gives you a house designed for your needs and one generally built to a higher standard than a group home. It's also tailored to the site, to the sun, to the neighbours, creating private space and good light. Creating a system that balances modular thinking with bespoke design is something of a holy grail. It's something the team at Box have been doing for a long time. So last year they launched Artis, a more modular system of design that builds houses using a series of blocks. So for much of this year we've been working on a theoretical design for a house on a real piece of land in Gleninus, an eastern suburbs area of Tamaki, Makoto, Auckland. If you're new to the project, or it's been a little while, here's a refresher. Let's just run through your brief again. Yeah, mm. I was going to say, can you run me through our brief? Because yeah. Because it's been a while. So, so, so we're looking for two bedroom, yeah. one bathroom, but yeah. room to expand mm-hmm. whether you put in that third bedroom at the moment or um, we designed to have that in place mm. um, or or four bedrooms down the line. That's Laura McLeod. She's an architectural designer from Artis and as you can hear she's from Scotland. It's a youngish couple. Yeah. Friends in the front house. They've taken the what you might call the back section or the or the the, the other half of the of the section. Mm-hmm. Um, big driveway through the middle of it, which we're not we're not doing a whole lot with that, are we? We're kind of leaving that there because it's sort of useful. Yeah, real good access. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just for cost and saving reasons as well. I mean, you've got a concrete driveway; it's all sealed. It's great mm-hmm. for access. Yeah. Um, you know for things like you know while you're building and, and getting things in out in and out there and there's just really no reason to it's got a good turning circle to it and and that's Amelia Wilson a project manager at Artis and one of the crew behind the project later you'll also hear from Hannah Kidd my wife and the managing director of here she's been working behind the scenes on this project mm. you've got a carport there as well oh so that carport stays that's up for grabs okay but the garage gets demoed, and we're sort of using that yeah. that spot vaguely as yeah. as our as our building footprint. Yeah, okay. yeah. I think we've identified this as being like a really kind of good area of the property mm. um, for development, and you've got you know opportunities to connect into the public wastewater and stormwater right there as well, which yeah. is really easy. Um, and yeah, it just kind of makes sense to to use that space a little bit more effectively. Mm. Mm. Cool. And then you've got that space off to the other side that you could eventually look at putting a sort of smaller, that's right, minor dwelling. Um, yeah, and, and then some of the some of the kind of I guess softer things were we've talked about quality over quantity, fun and interest, lots of colour, great volumes, functional spaces over square meters, smart mm-hmm. storage, um, and outdoor living, indoor outdoor connections to the site. So those are probably some of the more fun things to think about. Yeah. Which is super cool. 
So as you can hear, we're at Artis's offices in Ponsonby, Tamaki Makoto, for our second session with Artis. In our first session, we spent quite a lot of time chatting through the brief and coming up with some really broad brush approaches to the site. We learned that it's broadly flat, and that because the site is on a corner, it's got its own road access. It's got an old garage on it, which, as you will have heard, we're going to demo. Today, we're setting up the design of the house using a system of blocks that artists have developed. They're designed around standard sheet sizes in a series of modules, well-proportioned, efficient bits of building that fit together in a coherent way to create an intelligent design with a minimum of wasted space. In front of us, we've got a site plan, some blocks in different colours, and not a lot else. So I guess the, where we would sort of start would be looking at, you know, using the, the site plan as a bit of a starting point yeah. and, and for you guys to think about, you know, what it is that you're wanting to achieve on here and, and, and take the blocks and kind of have a bit of a play and, you know, so if, if you kind of, you know, took a couple of bedrooms and a bathroom and the sort of living space and, and the idea is that you can start to think about, you know, how they might fit on here. And, cool. Um, We've kind of got some um, indicative layouts that we've printed off as just like uh, okay. some inspiration or, or whatever as, as ways um, mm. that you can start to see how things might come together. So the artist system relies on a fun set of blocks and modules, which I really like. It's a way to pull the basics of a design together really quickly. You're not going to see too much detail. You're not going to worry about the exact placement of sinks or basins or ovens or cabinetry but you can quickly work out the best way to orient the house to the sun and provide the spaces and functions that you need. Here's Amelia and Laura explaining how they worked out the sizes. So where do we start? We've got your blocks. Yeah, so we've got... Which are whip blocks. Yes. Not not quite the finished item. Not quite there yet. They're cool though. Um, But they do the the trick. so we've got different sizes for the living space, and that's really, um, I guess, dependent on your lifestyle mm-hmm. as well. And if you, for example, the larger block would allow you to have a dining table inside. Um, some of the smaller blocks, you might just be happy to sit around the kitchen You're island. Right. Um, so sort of dependent on budget and lifestyle. So you sort of pick and choose. Um, your bedroom sizes as well. Now it was time to put some blocks together, and I'll be honest, I found this all a little bit confronting, as you'll hear. I might be something of an architecture nerd, but I've never actually had to design like this on the spot. Yeah, so. so where do we start? So, yeah, let's. I, th- I think just <laughs> if, if you start, you know, if you if you know that you want two bedrooms, yeah, um, then you know we just start pull them aside and we, we're, we're really just take the blocks and, and, and build your brief and then yeah, um, so and we, then we start putting it onto the to the site. Okay. Yeah, and then generally, you know, as we kind of just want people to have a think about it, engage with it, what what you know about your property. Yeah. Um, you know where, where the sun comes and, and where the views are or whatever that might be and mm. then have a think about it and then we can sort of sort of advise throughout the process okay. for the um, you know different things to consider 
mm-hmm. um, or you might hit the nail on the head first time, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so would we potentially try yeah, and start with the... Well, just in terms of, like, part of the brief is that this potentially becomes... At the moment, they don't have a family, but one mm. that could be a family home. So mm. it makes sense to try and get the slightly bigger living mm-hmm. space in, right? And room for a table and all that sort of stuff. Because those are the spaces that start to feel really pinched. If yep. you add children to the mix. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Just that's, that's a thought. <laughs> um, and I guess what size bedroom do we want to look at um, as, a, as a main bedroom, say? Yeah, so I go for the larger bedroom block. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you might decide to have, you know, a little bit of a flexi space at the moment. That which could, could then become, become a bedroom. second mm-hmm. bedroom. Yeah, yeah. Um, and or an office or, or mm, whatever. Yeah. 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 Okay. As you can hear, I struggled a bit to get going with this, and some time passed with a lot of plans that didn't quite work. The really big issue with the site is that it has the existing house in the driveway to the west and the sun to the north on the street. So while we want a house with its living areas facing north, getting morning and afternoon sun, and we want somewhere to sit in the sun in the afternoon, we also don't want to open ourselves up to the street, and we don't want to open ourselves up to the house in front too much either. We had an early plan that was kind of boxy and square, and that was practical, if not very exciting. And it also meant that the bedrooms were south-facing and quite close to the living areas, which is a, a bit of a pet peeve of mine. We had a couple of L-shaped plans, but they got pretty close to the boundaries and they were too open to the driveway or they turned their sun, their back to the sun. And at one point, I did really quite like the idea of a long, skinny plan, which is something I've always really liked. I do think I was starting to try everyone's patience at this point. What if we went long and super skinny as another option? What would that look like? That'd be weird. No, you could definitely, um, you could definitely do that, and then you you've just got your entry point in the kind of in the middle. In the middle, mm-hmm. and um, you get no, very little gap. That doesn't really work because that pushes your yeah. living space right up against the street, which definitely. is gross. Yeah, yeah. It's almost where you started. Probably bring it back. Just exploring. Yeah, well, that's what's <laughs> inter- it's an interesting point though. Because <laughs> It would yeah. just be a lovely long singular form. That would that's what's quite nice about that as an yeah. idea, right? Like it could just be this long, skinny building. Mm. Hannah just gave me the what do you want? <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes circling back to where you started as a way of like reinforcing that it was kinda yeah. it was a good thing to it was a good initial gut reaction or something, you know, which is why it's nice to test a few and play yeah. around with a few different options. That you do have the neighbours looking into full exposure you do yeah house though yeah it's a little bit railway carriage I think it's <laughs> nicer I think it's nicer so what do we have we had a sort of living space there Point so just to recap where we got to was an excellent plan with what I'd describe as two long offset blocks one for living one for bedrooms meeting in the middle for an entry and a laundry If you're listening to us via our website, you can see the plan that we devised on the page. It's got a great relationship with sun on both sides and some really lovely little courtyards as well. It's clever and it's efficient. It makes basically a pitched roof split in two. I do like this process. It brings your ideas together really quickly and in an immediate way. 
As you might have heard, there were plans that just didn't work because of the site constraints. A long, skinny house on a square site, for example, is just always going to be awkward. And I've got to say, having worked with architects on a couple of different occasions, I got an insight into how hard it must be to settle on one idea and run with that, confident that it works for the site, trusting your thinking in a way. I'd never really seen that process and I found that really interesting. Um, uh, yeah, I think that clients have been really excited by being able to be part of the process mm. and you're really we're, we're just coming on the journey with you and that being able to play around and see all the different potential ideas yeah helps you that, to know that you've kind of come to the right conclusion that you've explored all different options and um, just being involved in that I mm. think otherwise some other kind of processes um, more traditional architectural processes you you would still come your brief would be the same um, and you would kind of furnish the architect with that brief and then they would go away and probably still go through a number of iterations like this in their own time mm. and present you with what they deem to be the best option. Um, but you've not really been engaged in that process at all. And so there's naturally always some iterations and revisions and things that come, but we kind of feel like it's, it's, it's great to kind of front foot it and just work through it together um, and discuss the pros and cons and, and actually help clients understand, well, yeah, we, you know, this is an option, but the reasons why it's not the best option are, you know, you're, you're not getting as much sunlight or it's not as functional or um, th- these sorts of um, reasons behind it so that clients can start to feel like, yeah, like you've designed the house mm. um, because that's, we really want to pass that feeling over to people. Um, I think it's cool. it's exciting for people to not just be told what they're getting, um, but to get to choose. It's quite trusting in a way too. I actually really like the way this process demystifies design and brings the client into the room. It's less authoritative, less imposing, even if it does mean that you as the client have to go through that process much more. Since the session, the artist team have been formalising the plan into something much more coherent, with some thoughts around cladding and materials, not to mention window placement, elevations, all that detail that actually makes the house. I haven't seen any of this. That comes next time, when we'll start to work our way through the finalised designs. So keep an eye out for the next issue of Here in late October, where we'll reveal that final design. I'm Simon Farrell-Green, the editor of Here, and that was Laura McLeod and Amelia Wilson of Artists joining me and Hannah Kidd to design a house.